coming up on TMS. Brown monkey chicken. Under your clothes, everyone's new. I asked for more fish, and they gave me Phil Fish. Ooh, body parts. A viewing of President Taft. Me, you, and Hasselhoff, too. Abe Vigoda haunts us daily. Wampas are basically Pokemon. Jeff Garland is dreamy. I'll say short, stocky men in tight trunks. You can pee where you want to in North Carolina. Barney and Grimace together at last. What does the fox know? There are no good names for what you wear while swimming. Making things with Bill. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. New Tauntaun and Hoth Wampa and other action figures each sold separately from Kenner Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back Collection. It's my animality. This is the morning stream. It puts the lotion in the basket. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS, the morning stream. My wife just brought me. Thank you, dear. That was very nice. Where'd you go so fast? CVS. Wow. So listen to this. This is how you know you got a real team player marriage going on. Yeah. Uh, these uh, stupid pills I'm on, they give me, like, they slow your digestion. It's a long story. But as a result, I get heartburn kind of easy. And last night we had, what was it? Brown monkey chicken. What is it called? Butter chicken. Whatever it is. We had some We had some curry. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Boy, howdy, does the curry give me the heartburn. <laughs> so we were all Yeah, I mean, out that of, does yeah. normally. Yeah, yeah. This is true. So we're all out of these, like, uh, you know, anti-heartburny things. And so she ran over there to CVS and got me a value oh, nice. pack of them. Look at that. Nice? It's like the generic brand of Tums. Yeah, that's basically it. And it's value-sized from CVS Health. Compares nice. to active ingredients in Tums. Nice. All right. Anyway, uh, sorry. Hey, that, that opening right. opening audio thing. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. that kid clearly thinks that uh, Wampas are uh, a Pokemon character that just says its own name. Yeah. Like Groot. Yeah. yeah. Wampa. I may. Wampa. <laughs> I may have done a little uh, editing there, but. Wampa! Yeah, he's a that kid's that kid's got it going on. Wampa! Anyway, uh, <laughs> hey, wonder where he is today. So uh, sorry, we opened the show weird, but uh, Kim showed up right when the show opened. Uh, let's uh, let's get into it, Brian. It's uh, TMS. He's Brian. I'm yeah. Scott. And we're going to do a little show here. It's Monday. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. July 19th, 2021. Uh, thank you for all the nice birthday wishes over the weekend. I had a lovely time. Except I think I caught a cold or something at the pool. Mm. Mm. And now I've got this like swollen little uh, throaty thing right here. Now, did you drink pool water at any point no. during your, like, doing laps? Like, no. do you do laps with your mouth wide open? Uh, uh, with mouth wide open. No, <laughs> I went uh, I went under a bunch, you know? Sure. Because you go under. And this is one of those pools that's not chlorinated. It uses the um, the salt method, you know? Oh, okay. The, yeah. The Interesting. Sauce is supposed to be just as good or better and better for your skin and all that. I don't know if any of that's true. I just know I got in there. And, uh... Everyone else is fine, but I got the worst sore throat right here, just killing me. And that's the only thing I've done that would have, I could have been anywhere that had anything. I don't think it's a COVID y thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. That's all I know. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I'm sure it's not. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, but uh, for now, it sucks. So, yeah, what a great morning. I wake up with a horrible sore throat, Aww. got a little bit of a cough, got these, uh, you know, the need for some antacid tablet tablets, like some kind of old fart. 
Like it's yeah. going great. It's going great. F- thanks for asking, oh, everyone. Well, welcome, welcome to fifty two. It's going great. Uh, let me ask you something. Yeah. Did you receive a uh, a package from me? I did. Over the weekend, it's right here. I was gonna tell everybody about it. Check this out. So, oh, you opened it prior to on air. Yes, Scott. because I didn't realize. The- I, I opened it. Went. Oh, who's this? Is awesome. What's this? I'm not even paying attention. Totally didn't even pay attention. But old gonna, man, old I'm man gonna, Scott. I'm going to open the box box here because once I saw the title, <laughs> I went, "Oh crap! This is from Brian. I shouldn't open this yet." <sighs> That's right. I got from Brian look, for my it's birthday. Not, it's not a handmade Wow quilt, no. but uh, no, but it'll do in a pinch. <laughs> something. Yeah. So let me tell people what we got here: Dream Decoder, sixty cards to unlock your unconsciousness. Now, this seems prescient, given that I'm always having weird dreams and asking Brian yeah. to help me uh, yeah. make sense of them. So let's open this for the first time. By the way, can we compare? Let's compare your dreams to my dreams for a second. Normally, okay. I tell you it's like I usually don't remember them. I had one last week that I actually remember. Oh, okay. And there is no—I mean, I'm sure there's probably some weird significance to this, but it—it uh, <laughs> it, it is a ridiculous, ridiculous dream, especially a ridicu- ridiculous dream to have and one to remember. Yeah. Uh, I dreamed I was. Uh, uh, I don't even know where I was walking around somewhere, okay. and I saw Jeff Garland from mm. uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm and the Goldbergs. Oh, I like him. Yeah, and, uh, and he was all skinny. Oh, geez. And I went up to him. I said, "Dude, you look great. You look. You've lost so much weight. How, how'd you do it?" And he said, "Diet and exercise, my friend. Diet and exercise." <laughs> that was the dream. And that's the <laughs> that's the extent of the dream. I love your dream. Why Jeff Garland? Why? My dream, my subconscious couldn't come up with a better answer for how Jeff Garland lost all that weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe, you know, put that in your new cards and yeah. figure it out. No kidding. That's the other, that's one. I don't know if it'll Find be the Jeff Garland card and see what. But like, here's an example. Um, if you, have you ever had a paralysis dream, Brian, where you, where you couldn't move? Mm-hmm. That's happened to you? Okay. Um, no. Maybe. No? Okay. No. How about, um, let me give you this one. How about. Being no, my dreams, I like to move it, move it. Oh, okay. You like to move it. How about being unprepared? Is that a thing you felt is unprepared? <laughs> yes, in your dream? okay. Being unprepared frequently. Okay. Let me, frequently. let me give you right. the, the lowdown here. So they've got an image okay. on the card. It's a dude looking uh-huh. unprepared at a test oh. or something. Uh huh. Yeah. So he's not naked, which is no, usually where I am. I'm naked not, and unprepared. <laughs> naked and unprepared is a terrible. New un- reality show from Fox. Yep. Naked and unprepared. Yep. Watch out. <laughs> Coming this fall. So it says this. Um, this is a top 10 dream. Okay. Huh? Being unprepared for an exam or important event or taking and failing a test suggests you are meeting. So, excuse me, you aren't meeting the standards you've set for yourself. Mm. It may appear in the dream that you're being judged by teachers, instructors, or interviewers, but in reality, it's just you judging yourself harshly. You may lack self esteem as well as being worried that you are falling short of others' expectations. Your dreaming uh, mind uh, wants you to feel more confident and live life on your own terms. And so on. So I that, think that uh, that's what yeah. they're telling you there, Brian. That's what they're telling I you. I believe it. I believe okay. it. I set very high uh, standards for myself. So uh, now they're impossible to meet. I'm a I'm a harsh I'm a harsh boss. You're a harsh boss. Me too. I'm the worst. Um, yeah. Here we go. This is a fun one. Nudity. You're just talking about naked and unprepared. Oh yeah. Oh okay. What does that mean? Well, this is also a top ten. See if it means you. you're very proud of your schwanz. <laughs> this lady. Lady uh-huh. a little, oh, it's a Venus. Uh, it's Venus on stage. Yeah, she's got a little it's, nipple. It's uh, Adobe Illustrator 2.3. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep, big time. And she's showing some nippy nip. Anyway, 
Being naked or nude or partially clothed is a strong indicator of feeling vulnerable in your waking life. Oh. Perhaps you're hiding something for not being true to who you really are. You might feel anxious that others will see through your disguise. Or you might be trying to impress but afraid that you'll cause disappointment. The dream may be highlighted or may be highlighting attention. On the one hand, you want to be completely honest and open with people. On the other, you're afraid to, uh, that if you do reveal your true feelings or personality, you'll be tr- uh, ridiculed or exposed as a fraud. Nude! Nude! Yep. Nude. Anyway, these right, are good. awesome. I love them. They're great. Let me know when you find uh, divvying up Johnny Depp to feed to the UN or whatever it was that oh, you had. Uh, right. Or your your head on a on a chair. Like what? No, I don't see these. <laughs> right. Yes, my severed head on a chair talking. They've got a lot yeah. in here, though. Wow. One of them is uh, good. Cell phone dreaming about cell phones. One of them is dreaming about mm. icons for some reason. Oh, social, icons. Sorry, like, social media. That's what it is. Social media. Oh, okay. Uh, deceased people visiting you. Uh, superhero powers. I had this dream that I couldn't figure out what the Discord logo is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, there is a disembodied. All right, let's try this one. Oh, body right. parts. Okay, that counts. You had oh, your head's a body part. Yes. All right, let's see what that is real fast here. Body parts are present. Uh, sorry, body parts represent aspects of your personal identity and the clue to the meaning. Uh, or sorry, and the clue to their meaning lies. Oh, meaning lies. Sorry. And the clue to their meaning lies in the associations you have with specific body parts. So um, hmm. you might All be... All right. So it was a head in my case. Yeah, it says if you dream of teeth... Let's see. Skin, hair, nails. Trying to find head. Um, <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah, I'm trying... <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the cards, everybody. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy that. So I'm going to put those over here. There's a little bu- okay. booklet with it, but um, I, I love this. And I love how it's all a- illustrated like a freaking airline uh, escape. I know. It does look like, yeah, like uh, what to do in case of an emergency. Yeah. Uh, throw a naked Venus on stage and yeah. it's awesome. put your head between your legs. Absolutely yeah. perfect as a gift. So thank you very much. That was very nice of you to do that. How did you find this? You searched for this or what? How did you No, we were in, of all places, we were in Pottery Barn. <laughs> and saw this on uh, was a pottery barn Crate and Barrel Crate and Barrel sounds like, and that barrel. sounds like a thing they'd have sure yeah we were in Crate and Barrel we were looking for uh, some some glassware or something I don't know and I saw that and I said oh well there's Scott's present right there I mean it was <laughs> it it was like like a whole table full of stuff right mm-hmm. of uh, gifts whatever and I said oh my God there's Scott's present right there and Tina's like. What? And she sees I'm looking at this table full of stuff and she's like scanning. Oh, that. Yeah, of course. It has to be that. (laughs) She figured out immediately it wasn't the decanter or the uh, coffee creamer uh, (laughs) pourer. Sure, sure. Not normally my jam, but this, totally my jam. That's right. Whiskey rocks. No, it was none of that stuff. So anytime we have dreams on the show and we got to discuss them, we'll, we'll. We'll uh, address the cards and see if there's anything. Perfect. That yes, exactly. Consult the cards. We need yeah. a. Um, we'll need. Uh, we need a, a, a music bet, like a, a harp playing. Oh yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Just <laughs> TMS decodes your dreams in the year two thousand. Remember that? that was Actually, that great. might be a good one too for uh, like on a Thursday when Wendy can't make it. 
We will, oh yeah, uh, have, we'll just give uh, have we'll people just do tell bullshit. us your dreams yeah. and we'll decode them. Yeah, we'll just give people bad, terrible advice that day. <laughs> That's a it great means idea. Put all your money into your favorite Patreon. Now, speaking of pools, so not only did I catch yes. probably a little cold or whatever this is going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I also caught a glimpse of a man's wiener. Oh no! Was this? Hopefully, this was in the locker room and not in the pool itself. I wish it was in the pool <gasps> itself. Now I didn't tell my oh, kids. No. My kids oh. were there. Two of my kids, Carter and Nick, were there. Nick's girlfriend was there. Kim was there, and I was there. And um, I didn't tell anybody because a I wasn't one thousand percent sure that I saw what I think I saw. But b I don't want to ruin everyone else's day. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just the reminder <laughs> that everybody's floating around in there with their bits. You know, it's just a, yeah, it's not yeah. great. It's just a thin layer of cloth and maybe some mesh between you and other people's bits. Yeah, that's exactly right. So there's a guy there, short, stocky man, um, with kind of tight uh, trunks on, you know, okay. swimming, All the right. swimming trunks, as they call them. I hate mm-hmm. that term, trunks. It's so lame. Trunks. Yeah. Ugh, I don't like it. It's like, well, I don't name. like bathing suit. I don't like that either. Bathing. I don't like any of it. Like you're not bathing. It's not bathing suit. Swimming, swimming shorts. Swimsuit. Swimsuit. My wife or calls board them board shorts or whatever. I don't Are know. there any good names? There are no good names. Uh, there aren't any. Swimmers, put on your swimmers. What do they? What do they say in uh, the UK? I'm sure they've got or, or Australia. What do they say? Uh, there's got to be some better name that they yeah. What do they, they call do those things in another country? A bathing costume. Swim yeah, that's suit? true. Bathing costume. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Yeah. Swimmy. Swimmy. That's what my wife. Swimmy. My wife calls them swimmies. She does. She likes okay. that. But I don't Earth like that. Smugglers. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's annoying. Aquatic drag. <laughs> Pool pants. <laughs> I like aquatic drag. That's really Kazi. Cool. Now there we go. Well, it's a little too close to Kazi. <laughs> Kazi. C-O-Z-Z-Y, like okay. short for swimming costume, right. because Australians can't say presents. They have to say prezies. Oh. Same number of syllables, but... Uh, so what is Kazi short for, then? Costume. Birthday, oh, costume. costume. Oh, duh. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get it now. Yeah. Oh, it's a Scottish term? It? I'll bet you anything, Claire, they say it in Australia, too, because that's that's not bad. Put on your Kazi. Yeah. Yeah. Marble bag. Just, I like that. So Cal Fab Lab. <laughs> it's not bad. Banana hammock. Yeah. Anyway, so oh, Bermudas. That's not Bermudas are yeah, Bermudas. Yeah, but those yeah. are a certain kind of, of. That's very specific. Yeah, that's like saying a that's like saying a, a speedo. You know what people mean when they say speedo, even though it's a brand, but you know what they mean. It's a little tight little yeah. undie yeah. thing. Well, anyway, this guy's wearing not a speedo, but not full blown Bermudas. Something in between. And um, I was swimming over there, you know, taking mm-hmm. just chilling, trying to enjoy myself, mm-hmm. and. uh Actually, I think the cold thing was starting to come on. So I don't, maybe I didn't get it at the place. Maybe I got it somewhere Okay. Else. Anyway, so I'm just kind of trying to enjoy myself. The sun's out. It's like 100 degrees, but it's later in the afternoon. And, you know, it's just, and there's not a ton of people there. It's kind of perfect conditions if you're going to go to a public pool. Nice. And uh, I'm swimming along and I glance over at this guy and he's getting up and out of the pool. And as he does so, he's got, you know, the, the weight of the water pulls, you know, kind of down on you. So yeah. So you got to like... Yeah. Hike him up yeah. a little bit, you know, get a little coin slot going there. And so you got to pull him up. And and he does this thing where I've seen women do it, <laughs> where they take your two thumbs and yeah. you go up the side, around the front, pull out, and then snap. Just hoist it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like a whoosh. And he did this. 
And he did it at such an angle that I had I caught a three quarter <laughs> view of his man wiener, and I don't I don't like that I saw it. So you didn't see, you couldn't tell uh, if he was uh, circumcised or not, but you were certainly able to see the uh, the connection to the to the to, to the waist. Yeah, we the, saw the we saw yeah. the president Taft. If you know what I'm saying. There you go. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was in there, and it was not great. And, uh, <clears throat> oh, we now who's the we in this? Uh, Kim me. too. I should say just me. Yeah, I'm the only one. Oh, I didn't okay. even tell the royal about it. I didn't even tell Kim because I was just like <laughs> me no. and my eyes. <laughs> my first thought was, should I tell Kim? Should I tell Carter? No, my first thought was, should I save this and tell the story on TMS? <laughs> right. Why well, tell them when you can tell everybody and they'll and they'll hear about it that way? Exactly. Now, made a lovely weekend. That happened. I got to hang out with some old friends we haven't seen forever for a little birthday brunch thing yesterday. Oh, cool. Riley and uh, and Lauren, we love them. They're great. We haven't seen them in a year. And uh, it was great just seeing people doing all this fun stuff. But I know for a fact, I'm not the only one that had a decent weekend. Brian had all sorts of fun. So, Brian, what'd you do? I did. Well, let's talk first about who I got to see this weekend. Um, the uh, the Valentines. JJ and Renee and uh, the Valentine twins, uh, Maya and Zoe, were in town visiting friends. And we had a chance to catch up with them yesterday. Uh, took them out to dinner in Golden and walked around and... Their kids yeah, are so I don't know. old now. Their kids grew up, man. I don't like it. Oh, my God. They are. They're rambunctious, and they are as adorable. I think the only other time I've seen them, I think, was um, really shortly after they were born at um, uh, when we were in Atlanta for Dragon Con, and mm. I saw them there. Yeah. So that, that tells you how long it's been since I've seen, yeah, these uh, girls seen are, the kids. These girls are old now. But they're old now, and, um, God, they have the cutest hair. Like, they've got... Uh, um, the the hair that just goes out and everywhere. Yeah. Um, and they're running around. They're climbing all all over everything, and um, uh, just had such a great time. So so great to see all of them. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, uh, so that was cool. And then the rest of the weekend was uh, all pokey all the time. Basically, this was Pokey Fest. It's the five year anniversary of Pokemon Go's release. Oh, weird. And. Every year they do this thing called Pokey Fest. Uh, it's been in Chicago. I've been to it once when it was in Chicago, and the last couple of years, of course, it's been um, re reformatted for the pandemic. Mm. Um, and basically, it's just like a Pokemon dropping all over the place. You you buy a ticket, and that gives you spawns that everybody else doesn't get. It's like a five dollar ticket. It's nothing. Yeah. And uh, so you get these, uh, uh, you get spawns all over the place, increased rates of shiny uh, Pokemon, new Pokemon that haven't been released yet. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, it was a blast. A whole, a whole quest chain that you, you have to complete. So Tina and I went downtown. Um, our plan was take the train downtown, walk around all downtown, because they actually did have some PokeFest stuff going on. Oh, I should I should text you this photo we took. It's kind of mm. cool. All right. Um, they had a whole bunch of uh, stuff going on downtown, and... Um, and this is everywhere, uh, right? Like, all, we're, like every city had a thing, or was it... No, about okay. uh, um, maybe a dozen cities around the world mm. uh, had it. Okay. And uh, there you go. I just texted you a photo. Um dozen different cities around the world had like cutouts and paintings and places where you could get visors and uh, um, postcards and fans and things like that. And, um, uh, and then you just kind of walk around like they've got all the, 
all the the Pokestops are all lured up, so they're attracting more Pokemon. You're turning on your incense, so you're attracting more Pokemon that way. We get, you know, between Tina and I, we probably got a dozen shinies that we didn't have before. And um, uh, I don't know, it was a blast. It was a really good time. Everybody's playing, having a really good time out there. And then you have the, the people who are seeing all these weird Pikachu visors all over the place and saying, I think, I think it's that. People are playing that old Pokemon Go game. <laughs> Do people still play that? Yeah. That's the that is the the most common phrase. Oh, is that still a thing? Wow. Do people still play that game? Yeah, they they sure as hell do. Turns out. Yeah, turns out oh. they do. Still five million active daily players or something. That's pretty good. So yeah. uh, so it was great. We had a really good time. And then the plan was that we would take the train back shower change and then go out for a mystery date i have a, i had a mystery date planned for tina uh she didn't know what it was still doesn't know what it is um because uh after dinner we're getting walking to the car getting ready to drive to this mystery date which yeah. i wish i could say on the show but she listens so there i can't right, you say can't it. do that yeah can't get I'll that have away. To wait until wait until it happens sure. but um uh i get a call from the the person who runs it and and she says oh yeah um the person who is is running your thing tonight is actually on her way to the hospital she's she's going to be fine but she's just in a lot of pain and so she's taking herself to the hospital Whoa. so we're going to have to we're going to have to postpone uh your 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 thing dang dude your your, your plan it's like oh man that stinks <laughs> but it worked out because we still had a really nice dinner. We went to a place called Sushi Rama. I thought this was, I thought this might be a chain, but it's only just a local chain. There are three restaurants. And I've told you about my favorite ramen place in town, which is a place called Osaka Ramen. Mm-hmm. We learned that this is a sushi place owned by the same chef. And um, uh, it's a sister restaurant. There are three locations in town, but it's basically. A really long conveyor belt, yeah. And the chefs are in the back making also all different kinds of poke, uh, uh, Pokemon, <laughs> making all different kinds of sushi, <laughs> yeah. And putting it on different colored plates, yeah. And so what happens is they come down the conveyor belt, and the first plate has a little sign on it that says uh, California roll or spider roll or caterpillar roll, and then following it are three or four dome-covered relatively clear dome covered um sushi plates same color and you just grab one of those um put take the dome off that that keeps people from breathing on your sushi it also keeps things kind of cool yeah and uh, uh at the very end they count up your red plates and your green plates and your blue plates and your orange plates and charge you the appropriate amount that's great and it's cool cuz you get to try things that you normally wouldn't try because you you see what it looks like it's like oh that looks really good i'm gonna try that even though it's you know flounder tongue or whatever right and uh uh it was great it was really really good that's a cool way to 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 do that to handle the the uh i don't know just i don't know it's just different i've never had a sushi place do that before and that's really cool yeah so um do you ever have it just uh, like get all clogged up with stuff nobody wanted like the the conveyor belt's just full of shit nobody would eat we saw the only thing that we saw that made it around a second time, like everybody was was snatching stuff off this conveyor belt. And it's funny because three-fourths of the conveyor belt's path goes in front of people who are sitting bar style directly in front of it so everybody can reach out and grab it. Right. But they also have two or three um, large tables that seat like six. Mm. But only the people on the end can reach the 
the plates. So you're sitting there with with uh, your friends, and you're saying, "Oh, no, grab me that one. No, no, grab that one. Grab that. No, it just went by. Damn it! Oh, no, get this one. You know, you, you're basically relying on two people to grab all the food for you. And I'm wondering if, like, if when you pay your your tab, shouldn't you tip? the people in your group who sat there and yeah. fed all the rest of you by grabbing all those plates yeah like who's the who's the tipper or who's the tippy in this case That's right crazy. exactly yeah. uh well, but the only nice. thing that i saw that made it around that actually made it around for a second time and probably even a third were um just the cucumber rolls it's basically seaweed rice and cucumbers uh in uh, in just a roll, I can't remember what that's called, but it's like uh, mosomaki or something like that. Yeah. And uh, nobody wanted any of that. Yeah, who it's wants basically, that? It's basically all that is is a way to get your wasabi soaked soy sauce into your mouth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, that sounds right. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm jealous. I'd love a good new sushi thing. The you know, place, one yeah. of these days, Scott, you're going to come out to Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the balance, the scales of who's visited who in uh, in their own city, yeah. is uh, heavily weighted on your side. We oh, need yeah. to get you out to Colorado, and uh, and I'll take you there into the hell yeah to the uh, tiki bar place, and uh, there's some great stuff out here. That, yeah, forget about the sushi in Green River. I'm going all the way. Yeah, just go all yeah, the way to Colorado. All the way to Colorado. Sushi Rama. I got to see my aunt eventually, anyway. So exactly. Your aunt misses you. My aunt, my two, three cousins, uh, their families, all those people. I never see them anymore. No. no. Uh, well, all right then. This has been a great right. catching Thank up you. over our weekends. And, uh, yeah. you know, we were supposed to do Film Sack. We had a, had a bit of an emergency come up, so we had to delay it. Uh, for those wondering where the hell Film Sack Admitted went. it was your birthday, Scott. <laughs> yeah, you just didn't it. want to talk about Vin Diesel on your birthday. Well, I who, get it. Who does? I mean, even if you're family. Not, no. It's yeah. uh, familia, as you would remind me. Um, <laughs> that's right film sack is familia indeed uh but don't worry it'll happen this week and fast and the furious is still on the table so still gonna happen all right i'm yeah. gonna call now Dunaway. i have to watch it a second time thanks, thanks i might too i was thinking the same thing i'm like i'm gonna forget a lot of this i better watch uh-huh. it again uh all right uh incoming this whoops uh, hold on uh, i can't find it okay uh, where the hell is it all right Welcome, our old pal Brian Dunaway to the program. Brian, welcome back to the show. Mm. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Hello, Brian. I know you're. How was your week? Oh, it was fine. How was your week? How? How? It's how so far, it is starting off okay. Yeah. Who's ready for some video game excellence? Oh, Me I am. And Scott Johnson. Mm, yeah. Today at three thirty, I'm excited. The boop show, back baby. I know. Back Last week, we Monday just didn't happen at all. Didn't happen here. Didn't happen there. Yeah, Monday and, was a uh, mess. But now we're back. Yep, we're back, and uh, that'll be today at three thirty. So don't forget to check that out. Uh, anyway, it's and good excuse to have you my nasally sounding voice going thing. Oh, we're on it. Well, well, what do you wait? What happened to your voice? What's going on? You got like, my voice? I don't know. You don't hear it. It's all like, uh, yeah, you sound I'm having trouble talking. Oh, you well, sound you, uh, completely fine. You sound Probably great. that post nasal drip mm. that all the kids are talking about. Yeah, mm. kids are into it. <laughs> so good. Hey, I had a friend. I was, I was telling Brian, I went to lunch with a, my old friend Riley, uh, awesome dude, and um. He travels a lot for his work, and he was just in Greenville, like last oh. week. Yeah, oh, last really? week. Uh. He goes, man, that place is gorgeous. I want to move there. He says, yeah, so, take that. Green- I guess everybody. Yeah, Greenville is a great place. Now Greenville's right in the road from where I live. I live in another place that starts with 
with the green. Mm. But anyway, yeah. yes, we go up to Greenville quite often, and they, <laughs> it is a wonderful uptown area. And there's also like this really long walking path that this winds through all this river area and all these beautiful trees. It's a gorgeous area. Sounds lovely. Expensive yeah. cost of living, though, yeah, yeah, as yeah. you would expect. Yeah, uh, uh, Tally in the chat says, I don't want to live in North Carolina because I'm not allowed to pee there. This is South Carolina. You can pee there. <laughs> pee in South I think Carolina. You can pee wherever you want to. Yeah. I don't think it's against the law to do that, right? Well, unless you, I don't know what the South You just do have to use a certain stuff. bathroom. Yeah, yeah. That's What's the, going on all that there? crap. Yeah. All that crap. Yeah, the American South, not always friendly to the uh, trans Now, remember, folks. the places that I love in North Carolina are artsy, and those people hmm. are a little more open minded. Oh yeah, they, there they want some, you to there's, those definitely, there's definitely some conservative people in North Carolina that uh yeah. Know. They want there's some yeah. that let you pee on them, you know? Like right. right on them. Like pee on them. Uh hey, uh, Brian, welcome back. So we're gonna do this a uh, little Babel Royale business. Brian, you're gonna explain what's up because I guess we're we're uh, we're we're asking a nerd questions this week. So let's We do are, this. yeah. It's uh welcome to What's Your Nerd. I've interviewed a member of the Tadpool and ask them 10 questions in a subject in which they consider themselves nerdy. Um, here's the change. You you guys, I think I want to have you work together. Oh. Uh, you're going to take turns predicting. No, you're going to work together and predict whether or not our guest will get those questions correct. If you get five or more correct, our call-in uh, TMS player will get a prize. Oh. Uh, and... Uh, uh, instead of them having to choose whether or not you guys get it, they actually get to listen in and help and uh, and contribute to your to your uh, answers. Um, so, do we have a do we have a player, Scott? Uh, I, we, oh oh, we have to have no matter what we have to have a player, don't we? Yeah, this one we have to have a player. I'm sorry, my brain's farted. Sorry, uh, no, that's all right. I you know I'm changing things around a little bit. Well, this one we've always needed. A player. Yeah, we've always She's had a person only, on. Uh, yeah. My head. Squirm is, like, is oh. the only one. Squirm is the only one where we don't need a, a live player. I think that's what threw me. All right, so uh, chat room. Sorry about that. Whoever tried to call in, do call again because the thing's up. It's ready to go. We can take call, call now in. again. Yeah, eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. That's eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. And I'll take the first caller we get. It just takes one. And we wait, and we sit, and we think. While we do that, Scott, I was just noticing. Uh, I'm about to walk away from my computer screen because I don't want to see anything. Yeah. Um, but I noticed that in the stream, you got this wonderful background. Oh, do this I? This pixel art background. Oh, oh yeah. in the yeah. rear. Oh, cool. what, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, what what is that? Where'd you get that from? That is awesome. Give so me it. There's a whole bunch. I have a ton of these. They're they're just full page like, almost like you could like in a fighting game, like the background that the fighters would yeah. have. Um, I have a ton of these. I use one of them for uh, for the boop show as well. The boop, yeah, I love the one on the boop show, but I haven't seen this one. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's Sigan cool. says that it keeps going to voicemail. Oh, I got some, now. I got do, as does here. Talia. Well, I'm saying it's going to be voicemail. Well, that's because we have a caller. You dinguses. Hey, who's this? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is uh, David from New York. Hey, Want to Dave, be in the chat room? Hey, what's going on, David from New York? Nice to have you here. Thanks for calling in. Hi. Uh, uh, David, what did you say your chat room the same day as yours on Saturday. Oh, you had your birthday? Dude. Ooh, happy uh, birthday. Yeah, birthday. Yeah, me and you and uh, Hasselhoff, too. That's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me and you and Hasselhoff. What was, your, uh, what, was your, what was your nickname in the chat again? Quantum Feline. Quantum Feline. Oh, Quantum Feline. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. 
We know that name. That's a cool name. We totally know that. Yeah. Name. Well, welcome to the the thing. Brian's going to explain how your part in this goes. Brian, that's right. So as I mentioned, Scott and Brian are going to be working together to uh, predict whether or not our our nerd gets their questions right. You get to help chime in as well if you think that. Uh, uh, the the route, the direction they're going is incorrect, then you can chime in and say, no, I think they're going to get this question wrong. And if Scott and Brian get five or more of these correct, you win the prize. And the prize includes Kingdom Two Crowns and Ooh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds on Steam, courtesy of Wesley. Wow, look at that, Wes- Wesley. Wesley! Two Wesley. Crowns is addicting. It is great. Side-scrolling really? Fun. Oh, oh yeah, base yeah that is good. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's a good one. I played yeah. something similar to it recently on the Boop Show, and it was I enjoyed it as well and yeah. compared it to it. And if you're like, hey, yeah. I also like some wrestling, then the other game will do fine as well. Yeah, WWE 2, 2K Battlegrounds. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's some that's some hot side scrolling wrestling action. Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's side scroll. I'm kidding. It probably isn't. You can probably go to the uh, side. All right. So <laughs> let's start playing What's Your Nerd. Let's find out who our special guest is for this edition of What's Your Nerd. Uh, this is Jack Fox. Hello, Jack Fox. Uh, Jack, let's let's talk about what what is your nerd? What is your specialty? What are you an expert in? Uh, apparently five nights at Freddy's. Yes. Oh, that's good because that's what I have on the sheet here. So fortunately that's what uh, I'm going to be asking you about. You're, you're a big uh, fan of the, of the game series. I'm a big fan of everything, the game series, the music, the books, you name it. All right. Well, let's wish uh, Scott and Brian luck. And uh, with that, we'll get into your questions. All right, so I need to turn it up a little bit, which I will do. Right. There you go. Wow, we're having all kinds of... You guys seen all the controversy recently about the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Oh, yeah. Ooh, I haven't. No, what's going on Okay, okay. He's just a a little bit of a a wing-dinger. He's a a hot head. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like he should live in North Carolina. I'm just saying. He should move in with Notch. He should go have (laughs) share his house with Notch. That kind of is. All right. Put it that way. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right. So I've got uh, 10 questions here that I've asked uh, Jack Fox about Five Nights at Freddy's. By the way, got to give a huge round of thanks to Bronco, Jeff Sire, up there in Canada. Uh, he stepped in and wrote these questions for me. Oh, and um, fantastic. Uh, might actually be able to be my permanent uh, question guy going forward if he's up for it. But he did such a great job with these that i um, thinking of hiring him as my, as my question guy. Nice. Because uh, I don't have time to write all these, to be honest. I don't know how – I've seen what Jeff does up there, and I don't know how he has time either. Yeah. But uh, – yeah. Well, he's Canadian. Anyway. They, they, they know how to take their time up there. That's okay. right. Exactly. All right. So let's get to question number one. I asked Jack, uh, what time in the game does the shift end? Uh, you know, there's a shift in the game. And yeah. what time does it end? Do you guys uh, do you guys know, first of all? I have no idea. Uh, I used to know this. Uh, wait a minute. Let me think. I can see the... God, I played the start of this D- game. Like David, do you, do you know anything about the yeah, timer? Yeah, I think it's... I played, I played a few of the games. I think it's 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Uh, so down. All right. That sounds right. Oh, that, think- is, that is correct. Um, now, here's the question. So Do we so think probably that- know that. Yeah. 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 I, think, I think somebody who com- uh, says that they're a, an expert in this game probably knows it. All right. Yeah. If you, if you uh, play, you then you're definitely yes. waiting for 6 a.m. So. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. makes sense. All right. Uh, you guys say 6 a.m. Or you guys say uh, Jack is going to get this right. I think he'll get it right. Let's hear how he did. 6 a.m. That is correct. <laughs> you got it right. All right. Literally. One point 
for uh, for David for nice. Quantum Feline. Uh, I asked him, um, uh, what else comes out of the music box after Marionette? So there's a music box in the game. Uh, the marionette comes out of it, which is probably bad. I don't know. I've Seems never played bad. it. <laughs> but uh, then after marionette comes out of the music box, something else comes out of it. And uh, uh, did Jack? Jack I Fox don't know, know this, it but it seems like is one of the monsters that kills you. So he probably knows what kills you. Yeah, if he's if he's like super <laughs> hardcore, I can't imagine he's going to be wrong about this one either, because that's that's a key to the game is who's who's killing you and when. So, yeah. Okay. Dunway, right. you agree? Nothing yeah, matters. Agree. You do? Okay. I mean, it matters. Not that it matters. No, you know what I mean. Said. That's not what I meant. No, he was asking you, Brian, if, if you oh, agree oh, not that it matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, you guys uh, say that Jack knows this one. Let's see what. Uh, the, by the way, the answer is naked endoskeleton. Yeah. Wow. Ah. All right. All right. Let's, see, let's see if uh, Jack knows this. What else comes out of the music box? Oh, That's no. a good question because uh, I don't think I've ever actually let the music box open. Nice. <laughs> oh, it's a puppet will come out and kill you. <laughs> right. My best guess is Shadow Bonnie. Uh, that's not correct. I Damn have it. a oh. naked endoskeleton. Basically, that's a. Uh, is that a? In the game, that's something you don't want to have happen is the music box to open. Yeah, I guess he's too good. Correct. To if you do, you've lost the night. <laughs> gotcha. And yeah, Endo, Endo probably could come out of that. That's the name of the endoskeleton. Gotcha. Okay. Endo. okay. What is what is a naked endoskeleton? Isn't that... <laughs> is that just an, an endoskeleton? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, the there's the game, there's robots inside the suits, like robot skeletons. Oh, and I guess like, so it right, would be the naked robot, like a naked Chuck E. Cheese without okay. any... any yeah, yeah, like, oh, take yeah. all those fuzzy parts off and you're left with a, something really yeah, horrifying. Yeah, like a Terminator under there, kind of. Totally, yeah. totally yeah. makes sense. Alright, that totally makes sense. Uh, Alright, um, we got that one wrong, that's alright. We'll go to this one. I asked Jack, uh, I said, alright, the first four games are called Five Nights at Freddy's. Two, three, or four, you know, just playing, and then two, three, and four. Yeah. Um, I, I asked him if uh, he could name any four of the next six named sequels. Did you even know there were six sequels past? I knew the there first were a four? lot, but so I didn't know ten, there were six. That's ten a lot. different Freddy's games. Yeah, more than I more than uh, I would have guessed if you wow. asked me. Yeah. So did Jack know uh, any four of the next six? Hmm. It seems like I'm trying to think. All right, if you're really into your own game series, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say Zelda. You're super into all the Legend of Zelda games. You probably know the names because you're going to have favorites and stuff, right? So if you're that hardcore of a fan, I would think you would. I would think you would know. Okay, all right. Scott's opinion. Uh, uh, Scott says that uh, David Brian, you guys agree? I yeah, I think you have to at least know the names if you play them all. Or at least be able to remember I four of the things. Like, I think he's going to whiff. whiff one or two obscure ones. But. <laughs> Don't know why he thinks he's going to whiff? Really? <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll all see. Right. By the way, the, uh, the, one, the answers are uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Sister Location, Freddy yeah. Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator, Ultimate Which Custom Night. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? The Pizzeria Simulator? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's all uh, weird, ult- but that was... Yeah, these are all weird. Uh, Ultimate Custom Night, Help Wanted, which I think is one I can get on Oculus, so that might be the first one I ever play. Uh, Special Delivery and Security Breach. Let's hear how Jack did. Okay. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Are there even six games? Ah, shit. 
Uh, oh, no. <laughs> FNAF World, Sister Location, Pizzeria Simulator, Help Wanted, Security Doing Breach, Doing good. Fury's Rage. Look at that. Look at that. We did it. The other two that I have are Ultimate Custom Night and Special Delivery. Are those? Oh, I did forget about Special. I did forget those two. Okay. Cool. That's all right. Still got four out of the six, so... Um... Uh, so we're good. We're still good. That's okay. uh, two out of the five. You need to get a whew, get a prize. Uh, I asked Jack, uh, what do the animatronics do to you if you fail the night? Do you guys know what they do to you if you fail the night? Uh, yeah, they stuff you in a suit. Do yeah. they? Yeah. Is they they stuff you in a robotic yeah. suit. Yeah. I've never played one yeah. of these games. I know. See, I would assume is they make you eat the pizza, which yeah. is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all right. Now, do we think that uh, Jack would know that answer? I mean... Uh, Probably. I think if I know it, Jack would know it. Yeah. 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 I think that's common. All right. Let's see if uh, let's see if Jack knows it. You say he does. They stuff you in a suit. Yeah. That's correct. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. That's three points. Right. Let's keep on. But going. did they make you get naked? Is the question. Naked robot. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Put on a ne- naked endoskeleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I uh, I asked Jack uh, who are the two purple guys. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, for that question. Yeah. Uh, who are the two purple guys? Yeah. I would have said uh, Barney and uh, um, and uh, Grimace. Uh, Grimace. Yeah, Barney and Grimace <laughs> together at last. <laughs> uh, but uh, how about uh, how about you, David? You've been knowing knowing a lot of these. Do you know who the yeah, two purple I, guys are? If they're just saying which are the two purple characters, like I don't know, the, yeah. I don't know the purple guys as like a term, but like there are a couple purple. Like, mon, you know, robots. Mm-hmm. So maybe the uh, he might if that's what he was referring to. But I would say yes. They're probably just like I think purple and maybe another one later on. But yeah. if there's okay. specifically the two no, purple it, guys, that like right. like the, the the lone gunman or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'll bet he. I'll sure. bet. I'll bet he knows because I don't know. That feels again. It feels key to the game. Pretty pretty standard. Yeah. Okay, all right. Let's uh, let's see. By the way, it's uh, William Afton and his son Michael Afton is uh, is the answer. Mm. I guess they're maybe they're owners of the place, or I don't know. All right, here we go. That would be Michael Afton and his sorry William Afton and his son Michael Afton. That's yeah. exactly yeah. nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it word for word to what I had as the answer. So uh, <laughs> wow, nicely done. Good for them. All right, so that's four. Uh, I asked uh, Jack, uh, game creator Scott Cawthorn, who I guess is uh, a bit of a, uh, <laughs> a douche, has stated that which animatronic scares him the most? Oh, we're going to get emails about that. Um, <laughs> oh, really? I mean, whatever. <laughs> we always specifically do. saying that, or uh... no? We're... No, he's just got political. Uh, oh, yeah, he's just he's, got political. He's, political he's a political donator. Ideologies to write different gotcha. than everybody. Right people. Yeah, gotcha. and, yeah, he's. Yeah, someone will. Someone will email me. Um, all right. Uh, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on, everybody. Send Scott emails. Um, all right. oh, send it to me. Don't even, don't even hit Scott or Brian up. Hit it, send it right to me. <laughs> right to Brian. Um, okay. So. Yeah. Do we think that uh, the Jack knows? Um, what, the only what, thing that scares him? Yeah. So like actually scares him. So this guy's said before, the only thing the in my game, game that scares says, me. Okay. Yeah, the creator of the game says, oh yeah, there's one animatronic in this game that scares me. So it's actually not something in the game, it's something kind of alongside the game. Do we think that uh, that that Jack knows that? Oh, I, no I think idea. no, you, maybe if, if I come from an interview or something, or maybe if you haven't read that particular interview, 
you wouldn't know the answer to that. Yeah, that's where my gut goes. Don't know why you agree, disagree. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that, that sounds like a tough one. Yeah, I'll say All he right. doesn't know. Okay. All right. Uh, we say no. This is one of the questions I knew you'd ask. Oh, oh really? Oh. Okay. <laughs> he has stated that he is afraid of Bonnie the most, that particularly is... when he's wearing a blue polo and khaki slacks. <laughs> wow. Is that true? Oh, wow. no. That, okay. <laughs> that again. <laughs> That means I have to use this soon enough that people get that reference. <laughs> I just—I was just listening to it two seconds ago. Hilarious. Yes, right out of that uh, that BuzzFeed uh, quiz that we got about blue polos and khaki slacks. Yeah. Uh, no, we got that wrong. Actually, uh, Jack oh, wow. kind of pre- predicted that that we would ask him that question. So, uh, damn it. Hmm. All right. So still, still sitting at four. I need one more to win. Uh, I asked, uh, what body part is Chica missing in Freddy's uh, 2, in Five Nights at Freddy's 2? Uh, hmm. This is so foreign to me. <laughs> you know, it seems so so specific, yeah. right? I mean, I got to take yeah. it, Jeff. Is it's, Jeff it's a player? Second Jeff? game. Is it? Well, okay. So if the question even exists, it means something prominent's missing from this dude. Right. right, like right. like I think or, or, it's it's yeah. later, so like the the robots are falling apart, kind of thing. Right, so like oh, okay. it's missing right. an arm or an eye or something. Uh, and it's only the second game, and and they're pretty. There's not as many robots, so I think maybe right. yes. If they if they lost all their body parts in game two, it'd be really hard to bring them back for game three. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Terminator found a way. Uh, um, right. I you actually gonna... even said it, uh, David. You right. said uh, hands. And that I'm, is, not even, yeah. I'm not okay. even going to deny Jack his come up. He's getting this one. He's got it. You think, you Jack think Jack's getting this? Yeah, Jack's, right. Jack's proven to me that he is the ultimate Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, we're, we're right. pro Jack here, for sure. All right. Okay. Saying Jack gets this. Here we go. She is missing her beak, I believe. Oh, that's not what I have. I have hands. Oh, I mean, damn. The of course I have hands, but I have hands as the answer. Yeah, hands or arms. Yeah, oh, uh, the, the greatest disappointment. Wait, did That's it right. say body part or parts? Part. Okay, but uh, hands or parts. All right, Jeff wrote body part singular, but and then he wrote the answer as hands plural. Yeah, that's something. That's some Canadian thing. Canadian I think they, they, weed, yeah. man. Canadian they, weed. They mix plurals and singulars all the time up in Canada. Yeah, let's cast let's cast stones yeah, in the Canadians. The whole, yeah. the whole country. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, question eight. I asked. Uh, I asked Jack. How much does Mike Schmidt earn at the end of Five Nights at Freddy's, the first game? So basically, if you make it through the game, I think you get a you get a uh, you know your pay. I think. <laughs> Is Mike Schmidt the protagonist of the it, series? I, I guess. Yeah, I think he's yeah. the protagonist. Okay. Right. I, I remember it's like just like some paltry amount. You're like 150 dollars for like a week of. That's not Almost a lot. dying. Yeah, I think right, it's pretty exactly. prominent. Like you have a little pay stub on the screen at the end, and I think it's a joke. It's a joke how little you're being paid. I feel like that's that's something you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, because mine, mine and Jack's. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Brian. Oh, my mine and Jack's relationship has just been a roller coaster this whole episode. <laughs> I really don't even know <laughs> where to go at this point. Yeah. I feel like and I'll say I'll say yeah. the answer is one hundred and twenty dollars because it doesn't you know it doesn't matter if you guys know the answer right right I mean to me if he wins a lot and it sounds like he does um, doesn't even open the music box for example that kind of stuff like he's got right. strategies min max in this game I think he's probably he would know this 
All right. So All right, let's uh I hope so. So you're saying saying you knows it. Let's hear how we did. Lord on high. <laughs> We're going deep. Uh, We're going really oh. deep with this. Oh, I'm gonna have to guess on this one. Shit. It's 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 not a good amount. I think it's something like a hundred twenty-seven dollars and ninety cents. Oh my god, so close! Hundred and twenty is what I have oh, on my. Damn so it! Oh my gosh! Frick. All right, so we're still sitting at four answers correct. Oh, uh, that sucks. All right, I asked uh, now. Jeff had no idea who I was asking these questions to, right? I just said, I've got somebody who says that they're an expert on Five Nights at Freddy's. So he asked the question, what animal is Mangle? The character Mangle? Hmm. (laughs) Now, the the answer answer is a fox. Did Jack Fox know? (laughs) His own namesake. His own namesake. Now, I knew that because I've got mangle sh- fl- uh, slippers that I bought from GameStop. <laughs> oh. Do, not. Do you really? Do you yeah, really? I love them. They're That's fantastic. Amazing. <laughs> Are you wearing them now? Like right now? I wish. Yeah. I feel you, dude. Um, I mean, uh, did again. Did Fox know the answer is Fox is the question on this one? <sighs> yeah, I know it, too. I, I, and I haven't played the game she's in, so... So she's not in all of them, huh? Not from first. No, on. she's she's like the first fox. There's a fox in the first game, and this is like the female fox. Like okay. They added it later on. Okay. So. I'm gonna say yeah, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I feel like he should know that. Not just because I'm starting to doubt now, but I think that's one of the easier ones. Yeah, that I think he would know. And the fact yeah. that his name is Fox, I don't think makes that big of a difference. Like it, mm-hmm. it does. I mean, it kind of seems like it does, but also if it's a main character. You kind of know what animals they are. I don't yeah, know. Right. Like, here's the bear, here's the fox, here's the guy with his tiny cocks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I may have... He said the endoskeleton was named Endo, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I may have had don't Tourette's... Worry. We'll all hear that again in a Jamie Mashup, <laughs> yeah. everybody. Yeah. I, I may have had some Tourette's uh, poetry there for a second. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> all right, so all you right. guys are saying that Jack knows this one. Yeah. All right, let's, let's do see it. if he knows it's a fox. Please. Originally a fox. I would hope you get that one correct. That's I meant to push. Yes, that's five. That is a win. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That means you get these games. Oh, Dave, how does, it, how does it feel, man, to, to pull that one? good. Out. I've been trying to get on this show all pandemic, and I'm finally on. No, so that's, that's cool. fantastic. Oh, very cool. Great. Well, you came in at the perfect time, right, when numbers are going back up. Nice nice work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll still be working from home. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that's awesome. Congratulations. All you got to do is send an email to Brian Coverville at gmail.com and he will send you your winnings. Congratulations and well done. You guys, we did it again. We helped somebody walk away with some games and they're happier now for it. Done away. Big thanks, by the way, also going out to Jack Fox for uh, being such a good contestant. uh, for this. And yeah. We'll do more of these. I like this new style of having you guys all work together uh, to yeah. get the contestants some points. It feels good. Yep, it yeah. feels it does. good to, to share it. It yeah. does feel good to share in the both the win and the loss if it happens. And also, uh, thanks again to Jeff's sires who uh, <laughs> <laughs> who never loses a beak but always has his hands. Well done. 
Uh, but anyway, today, 3.30, me and you, let's do it. Let's do the boop show. Let's have the fun we have and uh, leave people wondering how great we are. <laughs> uh, that's today at 3.30. Yes. What were you going to say? Go ahead. Oh, oh, by the way, I I have foxy slippers. I thought I thought they were. I thought it was uh, Mangle. I got that wrong. That's the girl. Once you say it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. Well, oh, they're both foxy. Awesome. But it is I, another I posted, Five Nights at Freddy's uh, slipper. Yeah. I post them in the Discord. They're fantastic. They flop oh, around. Take a look at these. They they anger the like they that. anger the cats. Oh yeah, that's I've see seen that thing before. Cool. Oh. I need to play this game. I need to just get it on uh, Oculus and and play it. Do you though? Do you? I, I mean, do. I feel like I do. Do you I like, like scary, it's a, Do you like scary games? Are you into the? I've uh, never played one, okay. <laughs> so. I don't know. <laughs> mm, well, I, I would... think you'll. I think you'll. I think you'll like it. Okay. I think you'll like it. Well, give try it. A shot. Give it a try. Okay. I will. I'll give it a shot. It a... If, if nothing else, at least when you go see all the merch out and about, you can go. Oh yeah. I yeah. Exactly. Is. It's come up on. It's come up on trivia nights every once in a while, and uh, right. fortunately, it's just enough to where I can say, "Oh yeah, that's Five Nights at Freddy's," and blah blah blah. So. Very nice. Hey, small video game trivia. You guys know Phil Fish, who made Fe- the game Fez. Yes. Heard that name before? Kind of a controversial character, uh, name in uh, in dev uh, circles. Anyway, really interesting documentary about that guy floating around out there. Anyway, his name is Phil Fish. He made Fez, amazing game. I didn't know that Phil Fish is the exact same name as Abe Vigoda's character on Barney Miller. Oh, really? oh I never put that together. His that name Phil, is his Phil name is Phil Fish. Fish. First name? Yeah, Phil Fish. It's like it's crazy. Fish. I know. I was watching Barney Miller and went, what the frick? His name's Phil Fish? He made Fez. It's almost like you, you asked for more fish. Yeah, and they didn't give me uh, more fish. They well, they actually gave me more, more fish. Were you yeah. sitting there? Did you say that out loud? Were you watching Barney Miller and you said, freaking Fred Fish? And you just I did. said it out loud? <laughs> I did. I was the only one that heard it, but I did. Okay. Yeah, I listened to or watched a bunch of old uh, Barney Miller episodes, which, by the way, that show holds up. It's all right. It's pretty good. Really? What's yeah. the what's the uh, the 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 quiet one? The kind of the the That's a pagoda. Um, that's Phil Fish. No, no, oh, no, not no, no. not Will the Chomsky? old guy. No, it's like Which, uh Wojowitz. Oh, the Woj- um the Hawaiian Japanese actor. Um No. No. No, the the uh the big he's like a big dude. He's, he's kind of big, he's kind of big teddy bear, he's kind of like he's yes. just a little, Oh, I wouldn't call him quiet. Wojo? Yeah, Wojo. Woj- he's not quiet. Wojo. Yeah. He, I wouldn't call him quiet. He's he's just dumb. He plays dumb. He's basically. <laughs> I wouldn't call him quiet. He's yeah. just dumb. He's he is dumb. He's like he's always making dumb comments and getting confused, and everybody, you know, he, he doesn't that understand the common language. Yeah, he's he's good though. He's that guy's still around. Most of these guys are. Bernie Miller is still around, yeah. and that guy looks cool yeah. in his old age. He does look cool. Yeah, he's uh, and he still has that mustache. Like Tom Selleck, yeah. Got rid of the yeah. mustache for a little while. No, yeah. not not uh, not Barney Miller. Not no, uh, locked in. Yeah, his yeah. upper lip must be terrible. Yeah. It must be you know, yeah, mangled. And Bishop was in that from um, Firefly. Um, I can't think of the actor's name. Yes, he was uh, yeah. great in there. Uh, they were book, all good. Yeah, they were all good. Mm-hmm. They were really. Oh, good. Ron Glass. Yeah, Ron Glass. He did Ron pass Glass? away. Yeah. yeah, he passed away unfortunately, but but most of that cast is still alive except Dave Vigoda, who haunts us every day. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Hey, Dunaway, see you at 3.30. Anything else you'd like to say to the fine folks at um, home? No. I mean, we've done, we've done the boob show. We're going to do, uh, do the Fast and the Furious this weekend on Filmstack. Yep. And uh, I'm not looking forward to it still. I know. But I've watched it. <laughs> yeah. I've watched it. Yeah. But yeah. 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 But you're not looking forward to it. I actually had more fun than I, I expected. 
I had a good time with it, so I'm kind of excited to talk. Yeah, about it. I, this is the first time I'd seen it, and uh, I, I kind of enjoyed it also. It's also a lot better than two, which we have seen, and two is yeah. bad. Two is you think it's better than two? Oh, way better two, than two. I had more fun with two. I hate two. Two is garbage. Two is where the series should have ended had garbage. they not had the guts two to try is, some I, other stuff. Yeah, two is garbage, but Tokyo, I think I had more. Fun. Tokyo Drift is amazing. Everything after that's fine, but. Two is two is a is a zit on the on on your bum hole. We'll see you later. Bye. All right. <laughs> let's. Uh, oh gosh, it's ten oh four. We gotta. We gotta I take know. A break. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, let's do that. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be here with Bill and Stephen and all that fun stuff. So stick around for that. Uh, Brian, please play a song. Yeah, this is actually an Indian in the middle that is directly related to what we just uh, did. Uh, this was a recommendation from Jack Fox and uh, got in touch with Aviators and, and uh, got this on the show. This is uh, Aviators from their album Stargazers with a song that I think is related. There's so much music out there related to Five Nights at Freddy's. This is Sweet Dreams by Aviators. The noise outside the door It's just a phantom, nothing more No need to give yourself a scare When you glance and no one's there I don't wanna have to hurt you Not your fault, I felt this rage Just a child about your age But something drives me to this place I can see him in your face you never know the hell I've seen Don't fear what's come We can fight off the urge inside It's dark and you're afraid of The devils that come out at night Let's make this easy Soon you'll haunt these beasts you hated No need for sleep tonight Sweet dreams are overrated
waiting rooms may soon be empty with advanced new medical apps being developed to help people diagnose and treat themselves. We're joined now by the Oracle on Everything, Kitty Flanagan. Now, Kitty, Kitty, should I be worried about my job? Well, uh, if you keep calling me Kitty, you should, yeah. <laughs> it's a trap, Lou. Leave. <laughs> The Morning Stream. This car smells weird. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. That's an awesome clip. I love it so much. That's really funny. Kitty, look at Kitty. Uh, yeah, like, I like, should I be worried about my job? Directly relates. I thought he just came up with that quickly because he called her Kitty, but it was related to the uh, the story. Yeah, it's it was really about funny. that. It's like, I'm am I not going to be able to, you know, because this is medical show. And then she's like, well, if you keep calling me that, you won't have a job. It's amazing. Uh, amazing. Um, uh, all right. We're back, everybody. I'm currently in a boat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, time to call uh, Bill, who's been out of town for a couple of weeks, but he's back. Yeah, yeah he had uh, went and saw some family in uh, Upper State, New York, and uh, we'll ask him about that in a second. But first, this. Where is it? This. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. I just watched that episode last night. Hey, it's Bill Duran, everybody, joining us from back in Seattle, Washington, after a whirlwind trip across the country. Uh, Bill, hello, and welcome back. I don't hear him. Bill. Bill. I think you're muted, Bill. Oh, you know what? Bill. I added him to the wrong thing. Oh, he's call. not answering. Yeah, yeah oh, I yeah, added him to the wrong thing. <laughs> Gosh dang it. Oops. That was me. Hold on. 
he now sees the slippers that uh, Brian Dunaway owns. So that's yeah. good. Well, he did see them. Now he doesn't. Uh, Bill, hi. That's really you now. Hi, Bill. Bill, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry, I screwed up there. Uh, it's good to have you back. Uh, how was your trip? How was New York? It was fabulous. I got to spend a whole lot of time with my family, with Brittany's family, yeah. and we had a really great time. It was fabulous. Got to hang out with my nephews. Nice. Ages between three and six. I was going to say, and my nieces are... between age six and nine. Oh my gosh! So Uncle it was a wow. lot of children. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's good being Uncle Bill, right? It's fun. It is. Yeah. Because you can hang out, be a good time and everything, and then when you leave, they can go, you know, bar for stay up all night or do whatever kids do, and you don't have to worry right. about it. And yeah. it's not your responsibility, yeah. That yeah. is correct. Yes. Exactly. And I, you're an Uncle Bill, like uh, like family affair. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I brought I brought all the toys. I brought uh, RC boats, so that's something that their dads need to deal with now. Mm. Batteries and recharging <laughs> and all that. Yeah. But, uh... But the kids had a lot of fun with Uncle Bill and Aunt Britt, so nice. that's, that's what really matters. My favorite, or my, for a long time, I performed as a DJ as uh, as RC boats. Uh, it was a long time ago, though, and I don't like to think about it. It's a dark time. I, hey, I have, uh, real quick, I have someone here who wants to yell hi at the microphone. Oh, okay. Ready? Can't hear you guys, but hi. Hi, who is that? That's April. Oh, April Ness. Oh, April. I was, Viking Ness. Yeah, I was, fi- I was following her haircut deal yesterday, or makeup or something she was having done yesterday. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, she, she... Oh, my God. We miss her so much. Yeah, she's awesome. Oh, she is... April's the best. She is the best. She's the best. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, you had a you had a question for oh, me. Oh, I did. Scott. Yeah, check this out. So, Bill, you may have been gone for two weeks, but it didn't stop people from wanting to know stuff. So, we're going to start today with a question from Matt, who wrote in and said, "Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill." He says, "Quick question and possibly a larger discussion topic. I'm fairly new to resin casting. Your 101 videos have been incredibly helpful. Thanks for those. I've started uh, trying to label my molds with stuff like resin volume, date made, etc. But it turns out that even though some things do write on silicone." None of them stick around for very long. Do you have uh, a go-to marker for writing on silicone? Additionally, do you have any organization slash storage tips for keeping a mold library? Thanks, Matt. Um, boy, you forget sometimes how those molds start to take up space. But let's start with the they first do. question: how do you how do you keep that stuff straight and organize them with you know a yeah. material that doesn't hold you know what, what, markers for the most part? Sure. So the, what's great about silicone is that nothing sticks to it. Yeah. Um, so it's great for making molds. However, nothing sticks to it. So mm. it's hard to write on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Silicone mold maintenance in a mold library is definitely something that I've thought a lot about because I have hundreds of molds that I've made. Um, I actually keep a list. I have a digital list I keep on my computer uh, to track all of my molds, to just to keep track of all of them, where they are. Um, sometimes I let people borrow the molds, uh, and I want to know where they are so I can get them back. Sure. Um, I also want to know, you know, how many pulls I've made from a certain mold, um, so how many castings I've made, when, like, the date the mold was created, how many copies of the mold I've made. Sometimes if I'm making a lot of, like, when I did a Kickstarter, I need to make more molds than, or more castings than one mold would survive, so I made several copies of the mold. So I track all of that digitally. Uh, like on a spreadsheet. What's the what's the lifespan of an average mold? So if you it depends on the the silicone that you use, and it depends on how complex the mold is. A mold with very small details um, that might be kind of deep are more likely to tear. So um, uh, whereas a much shallower mold with very shallow relief will probably last a really long time. Yeah. Um, with the 
tin cure silicone I use with a very basic mold, I could get maybe 50 pulls out of it. But I've had other ones where I maybe got 20 out before the mold blew up. <laughs> It'll just start tearing. Yeah. Um, now what happens with the silicone is you pour that resin in there, it gets hot. Most of the silic or the resins we use are exothermic, so they give off heat when they cure. That heat heats up the silicone, it pulls moisture out of it, and eventually makes the silicone a lot less pliable, and that's when it'll start to tear. Sure. Um, and there's not a lot you can do about that. If a mold just starts to wear out, it's it's once it's at end of life, then it's time to make a new mold. Uh, on the now on the mold itself, I have not found anything that you can write on a mold or a piece of silicone that'll stay. <laughs> so if I so if I took a big old fat Sharpie and tried to write on the yeah. side of this pink one I'm looking at on this on this yeah. website, that's not going to hold. It's not going to stay there. No, it'll stay there. You can wipe it off with your finger. Even if it, you let it dry overnight, it'll you could just wipe it out right off with your finger. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, most most molds I make have like some sort of rigid jacket or a box or a couple of planks on either side that are used to clamp the mold closed. Mm-hmm. That's where I'll write on uh, some information with a sharpie. Usually, I keep track of how many pulls I've made, um, and I also write down the the volume. Like um, uh, the email was saying, write down how much resin goes in there so that you don't have to check all the time. I also sometimes, especially if I have like a um, so, for example, my Blade Runner gun. It's a it's thirty molds. It's thirty pieces. Whoa. It's a lot of molds. Jeez, some of them are really tiny. So I have a separate sheet where I keep track of all of the different volumes each of those molds use and then that sheet of paper just lives in a box with the rest of those molds so that whenever i have to do a casting i pull out all these tiny molds and a list that just tells me exactly how much resin to mix up for each one of them um that's super super handy because a lot of times i'll throw a mold on a shelf and not use it for a couple of years and then i got to use it again for something and opening that box and seeing a list that passed me left behind to help me is so rewarding. Oh, isn't it? feels it? really good. Yeah, I love that. I love it. I hate the feeling when I didn't, though, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Because yeah. I do this with file names and stuff with, with computer stuff in, the, in a very similar way. And when I've left myself a trail, I feel so good about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, yeah. I'm pissed. Yeah, yeah. It's something I'm definitely getting old, better at as I get older. Yeah. Uh, now, it's, molds. Yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Oh, as you say, it's, it's like um, the painting thing. I can't remember if it was you that was talking about this or somebody else but when i'm painting minis i find that perfect color and i don't make enough of it um and i need to paint a different part of the mini it's like okay great what was that combination of yeah. of uh, uh colors that i used to make that so yeah right, i totally yeah. get that and the opposite is you mix up way too much of that color and you're like all right well i'm keeping this color forever <laughs> and i'll probably never use it again <laughs> right exactly yes yeah so, um, now, mold yeah. storage is another um, very important feature. Because, like I said, frequently you'll use a mold and then stow it away for a couple of years. Um, now, silicone will develop, like, it has a bit of a memory. If you squish it and hold it squished, it'll stay squished a little bit. It doesn't bounce perfectly back. So, when you're storing your molds, you don't want to, like, stack a bunch of stuff on top of them so that they get compressed. Because that'll deform the mold and it'll deform all your castings. And if it stays that way for a couple of years, that, that mold will stay permanently deformed. Plus, won't they kind of moosh together? Like if you have them all mashed in the same place, they kind of join, right? Like the... um, I've never had that happen. Oh, but okay. I, may, maybe, I don't know. Maybe not. It's just um, like that material's like prone to, I don't know, just 
getting sticky with each other. Right, right. Yeah. Um, the other, this is another big one. If you have a larger, like a two-part mold, so it's like a sandwich that you smush together and you clamp together and you pour all your resin in there. If you can, store that open with the faces up. That'll keep parts of the mold from sagging. A lot of times, if you have a larger, bigger mold, if it's just stored with one half of it upside down, it'll sag a little bit. And again, it'll flex and stay that way. And then when you make castings, it'll have this weird, like, side of it will be pushed in or something because part of the mold was all sagging. Yeah. Uh, And covered. You don't want to let any dust or anything get on the surfaces of those molds. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. That seems like that would be bad. How come all the molds I see are, well, two things. They're almost always pink. Mm-hmm. And they're all almost always have these little balls to go into into some matching notches on the other side. I don't know. So the yeah, the pink is uh, Mold Max Thirty, and that's just a, a brand and type of silicone that I like and I use a lot because it's really simple. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, color is smooth on color codes all their silicone, so you can look at the color and know exactly what it is. If it's a teal, I know it's Mold Star Fifteen. If it's um. Uh, yellow, I know it's Mold Max 29NB. So they color code everything, and it's super helpful because <laughs> I can tell right right away what it is. Um, the uh, I forgot the other question. The uh, the balls. Oh, the, oh, the little there balls. We go, the balls. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's uh, easy. Those, yeah. Right, those are registration marks. So you make those when you make the mold, and those get the two halves of the mold to lock together in the same position every time. Um, and, and that stuff holds up, yeah. Process. Like it, it doesn't wear out. Well, I guess like it, like the rest of the mold, it may wear out. But yeah, those will. Yeah, those over will time, it will become less and less um, uh, locked perfectly together. Um, now, as you use the mold, like I said, it starts to dry out, and you mm-hmm. will start to see the seam get a lot more noticeable, and the registration doesn't match perfectly. You can revitalize the molds a little bit. Just spray them with some of your mold release spray. Let it sit for an hour or two, and then just sort of wipe it up, and then store it that way. Yeah. Um, that'll help you get probably a few more pulls out of your mold before it blows up. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, mo- uh, eventually it'll wear out, and eventually you're just gonna have to make another uh, another mold. Which so so, so that times. takes you back. Okay, so your mold is made from what you have, like an original sculpture or whatever, uh-huh. right? What if those are in shit shape? You know what I mean? Like at some point, yeah. like you're mm-hmm. you just have mm-hmm. to make something new, I guess. So the secret is the master, right? The master that you made your mold from that yeah. must be maintained. If you gotta make more, make sure the master stays in really good shape. That yeah, um, that's that how the Sentinels in uh, in X Men comics uh, stay so good is because of Master Mold. Oh, is that's that it? Right. Master Mold, got it. <laughs> yeah, Master Mold. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Uh, the the last bit I have here: if your mold does start to rip or tear, or a part of it uh, tears off, you can buy um, an adhesive. Uh, yeah. Smooth-ons is called Silpoxy to glue silicone parts back together. Um, my experience has been that will not make a repair that is permanent <laughs> it'll help yeah. you get another casting or two but if your mold starts to tear it generally means that is it yeah that's like a last was well, a band-aid a short-term yeah, yeah, band-aid yeah. solution yep you gotta go do the real stuff after that all right well this is great i love this question mm-hmm. um it's uh always good to hear that our listeners are getting in so deep that they have questions about this this kind of minutiae that you're dealing oh, yeah. with um anything else going on you got a little uh linky for us anything cool i do uh crazy british man colin furs has been making a tunnel under his uh <laughs> under his garage 
So uh, it's called oh. Digging a Secret Tunnel over on YouTube. He's got, a, I think, four videos out now. He's really preparing for the worst, isn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It's great. Oh, he's, my gosh. He's got a, it's, this is a massive undertaking, this tunnel. <laughs> he has a bunker that he built underground yeah. in yeah. his garden, and he's building a tunnel to connect the bunker to his uh, shed. <laughs> it's great. I want this. That's amazing I looking. Yeah. Look I still that. would rather have the bookcase that you know, opens into a secret room than the, right. the floor thing, but... Uh, or, or a bookcase that leads to a secret tunnel. Now oh, there we go. Combine the two. Right, right, yes. right. Yes. Yeah, far better, yep. So they actually dug this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, hey, listen, it's, it's, your, it's your property, I guess. How deep can you go in your property and still your property? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Especially in Britain. I don't know if it's any different there or not. But. Yeah. Wow. I... I guess I'm a little blown away by this. Look, they took rebar <laughs> out of it and everything. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yeah. Well, go check out the rest of that and uh, follow that progress if that sounds interesting to you because it sure does to me. Digging a Secret Tunnel Part 1, Colin Furs, is it? Furs. Furs. That's you are Z-E. Not uh, to be confused with Colin Firth. Bill, totally yeah, different Firth. Totally different Firth. Um, Bill, always good to have you back. I'm glad you had a great time, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye, Bill. He's adopted the jury Sia sound. I've noticed. Zip. Yeah. Zip. Yeah. It's fine. I don't have a problem yeah. with it. Just, you know. It's what it is. All right. Uh, hey, uh, Steven Schleicher incoming. <laughs> and how do I know? Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> hey, look who it is. It's our very own Steven Schleicher. He's not our very own. We own nothing. He is his, ma- yeah. his own man. We rent him, really. Yeah. It's, uh... He's on loan. Uh, from Majorspoilers.com in Hayes, Kansas. Hello, uh, Bill. Hello, Stephen. Hi. Bill's not here anymore. <laughs> Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. <laughs> Hello. Uh, hey, I got... Uh, can I be controversial for a quick second? Uh, sure. All right. Yeah, are we gonna, can we say no? <laughs> no. Uh, so, uh, we talked... I think we may have mentioned it a little bit last time, but I know it's controversial when anyone does anything with uh, the Watchmen characters that isn't oh sure the oh, original right, Watchmen right. comic, and yeah. uh, you know they're they're both it's you know what's his name gets mad of course he's mad at everything but Alan Moore Alan yeah. Moore but everybody else like fans are like also kind of precious you know they're kind of precious about it and I just want to tell you on the other end of what, reading the entirety of that um uh, watch or what was it, was it co- uh, watch clock t- countdown shit whatever the name is. Yeah, I know what you're talking. The crossover with DC, and uh-huh. then the standalone um, stuff set in the '70s for Rorschach. I right. loved it. Love Rorschach it. is actually a lot of people are very welcoming to the Rorschach uh, series. Maybe not so much um, uh, the the clock Doomsday watch. Clock. That's a Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you wanna, if you wanna kind of maybe get a different attitude on this, Scott, go and read the before Watchmen series. Mm. That's I'm sure it's on the uh, Comicsology or part of your unlimited service. Yeah, uh, because it's been out for a couple of years. It's it's not that good. Oh really? Okay, that I didn't read. Doomsday yeah. Clock I really enjoyed as a as an interesting kind of way of doing a crossover. But that Rorschach stuff is freaking great. They need to mm-hmm. keep doing that, and they are. They have another series as well. It's like ongoing that I haven't checked out yet. But I thought the art was amazing. The story was gritty and awesome. They just they they've they're doing that character right and i'm i'm here for it it was great so controversial or not more of that please i'd be fine with it. i don't even need anybody else i don't need the rest of the watchmen i don't need any of that just give me more rorschach comics 
He's one of the great characters ever. It's amazing. If if you like Rorschach, then I suggest you go and check out. Um, oh, now his name slipped my mind. Without the face, uh, the uh, question. Oh, question. Uh, oh, which yeah. is who oh, uh, Rorschach is best on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Question's awesome. It's um, uh, the the they have a black label recent thing they did mm-hmm. that I also read and really liked. So yeah, like. I didn't realize he was based on the question. That's interesting. Yeah. In fact, all of the Watchmen characters are based on all old Charlton comic characters mm. that Alan Moore was like, when DC bought uh, Charlton, he was like, well, I want to use all of these characters. I want to use Blue Beetle and I want to use the question and I want to use, you know, uh, Captain Adam and I want to use all these characters. And DC was like, well, I think we've got plans for this. And so Alan Moore was like, OK, I'll just create my own original characters based on this yeah and then you know once you guys stop publishing the book uh all those characters will revert to me and i can do other things with them and then dc as we talked about before was like no we're gonna keep this in print continuously forever and not give you anything else alan Moore. and then he was like i will do some black magics against you Mm. (laughs) and did he do those black magics did I I, i have no idea he's he's into magic and rituals he and grant morrison both they have uh magic wars with each other in the pages of comic books uh, which is really interesting to go and, really? and check out. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So, that. like, I think, um, what was uh, Alan Moore's series, which is, there's a whole book that's nothing but a tone, tone poem that is his him casting a spell. Oh, really? Um, I'll have to go and, and check and <laughs> see what it, which, uh, what it was, but it was one of his imprints that he had like a decade ago. All right. Well, maybe Zack Snyder was the, was the, uh, was the spell. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> right. But, uh, the, there's one particular cover by Jim Lee because Jim Lee will swoop in and you know draw still even though he's editor at large or whatever mm-hmm. he is now. Mm-hmm. Um, he did this cover. I'm showing the chat room right now. It's so freaking good. I'd hang that on my wall, dude. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I've been all in. I'm sure it would only cost you twenty thousand dollars to buy the original. Yeah, it'd be no big deal. No big yeah. deal. Yeah, that's pocket. Yeah, shit. with all your podcasting money. Yeah, all that money just flowing all the time, just falling out yeah. of my pants. Yeah, it'd be great. Everybody uh, knows podcasters are rich. That's right. Hey, check this out. Uh, Hellboy miniseries on the way. What, what, what? Uh-huh. What? I, I guess I'm, I I don't know really what you guys think of Hellboy. I know Brian is really into the Marvel Universe and Scott is kind of, you're really into the superhero and sometimes Western stuff. But I don't know what you guys think of, of Hellboy. Are you Love guys Hellboy. into the Hellboy comics? Hellboy's like awesome. The, uh, I've never read any of the comics. Obviously, I've seen the movies, and uh, but I've never read any of the comics. Giant, okay. giant fan. Love it. It's one of my okay, favorite so, things ever. For Scott, maybe not so much for Brian, but Brian, I would really go recommend it. One of the nice things about Hellboy, it's like, what if all of these myths and legends and things that you hear about are real? And what if there was a summoned demon that uh, the good guys got a hold of and he fights demons? Well, uh, there's a new Hellboy series coming out. So you had Hellboy and then you had the BPRD, which is the Bureau of Paranormal Research and uh, Development. And now they have a new series that's coming out from Mike Mignola and Chris Roberson uh, called Hellboy, the Silver Lantern Club. So long before... Professor Broom and Hellboy came along. There was a paranormal investigative society in uh, Great Britain called the Silver Lantern Club. Uh, there have been two series already. One is The Witchfinder, and another one is a new one called The Sarah Jewel Chronicles, I want to say, where she's like a Elizabethan <laughs> a paranormal investigator. Um, but this one will look at this group of people together and some of the antics that they and adventures that they had back in like i said in the in the pre-1900s and this is uh, all this is all dark horse again they're still yeah this it. is all dark horse okay. that's that is one nice thing mike mignola has really stuck with with dark horse uh as far as publishing goes you know dark horse has had some ups and downs 
over the last decade, you know, getting a bunch of Disney comics then losing a bunch of Disney comics to Marvel, then having the Conan series, then losing the Conan series to Marvel, then having Star Wars for decades and then losing Star Wars to Marvel comics. Yeah. Uh, and Yusagi Yojimbo has left uh, Dark Horse and now is over at IDW Publishing. So, yeah, to see Hellboy still at Dark Horse is, is kind of a good thing. Yeah, that seems good. And he's uh, even his other stuff that isn't Hellboy, he's always he keeps publishing there, which is... Yeah, like The Witch cool. the Witchfinder is really good. Um, it's a really good series that, you know, basically it's it's set in the same universe as Hellboy. But um, if you want to, if you're more into, like I said, the Elizabethan period and you want to look into the horrors of that time... Then you know you want to look at the Witchfinder and and Lord Baltimore and those and those books. Those are really really good books to check out. I like when they put period piece stuff in my comics. I really like the the Marvel. Oh, what was that called? It was basically X Men in the eighteen hundreds. Oh, sixteen oh nine or sixteen oh nine. That was it. I loved that yeah, whole yeah. thing. Man, more yeah, that of was that. an alternate universe. What if kind of tale? Yeah, I love that stuff. I love when they mess around cool. like that. Very very cool. And this question comic I read was interesting because the dude kept getting thrown around to different timelines, and mm-hmm. it was a little bit like Quantum Leap, except he he didn't know he was jumping, and so he would settle in in the old West, but then suddenly be in the gritty 1940 Chicago, but then suddenly be in the future, and that was a trippy book, man. You guys should, Is that the Mini Deaths of Vic Sage? I think that's I think the one. That's you're talking the one. About. Yep. That's the one. It was very good. I liked it a great deal. Um, All right. There's that. Also, speaking of the Blue Beetle, the Blue Mm -hmm. Beetle, uh, the Booster Gold series launches this week from DC Comics. Yeah, Blue and Gold. Blue and Gold is the name of the series. This, for those of you who loved Booster Gold and Blue Beetle and their antics in the Blahaha era of the Justice League, uh, we have Dan Juergens and Ryan Sook teaming for a new scheme for Booster Gold. You know, he's always one of these guys that he's from the 25th century and he comes back to the past because he thinks he's going to find his fame and fortune as an adventurer, but he's always like this D-list superhero and he's always coming up with get-rich-quick schemes. And his latest one is let's go to social media and have all sorts of... uh, Let's build up my cred on social media. And, of course, he's going to enlist Blue Beetle, his best friend, uh, Ted Cord, who is uber rich. Yeah. Uh, he's about as rich as, as Bruce Wayne. Um, and those two, you know, are going to get into trouble some some way, shape or form. So yeah. if you're looking for humor in your comics and you like the Bwahaha era, then uh, check out Blue and Gold. <laughs> it's out this week from DC Comics. Actually, it's out tomorrow in digital uh, uh, over oh, comics. Digital first, you just get it on uh I wonder if it's on. Mm, they do a lot of day one stuff on Infinite. I don't know if that'll be there or not, but I don't know if it will be. But uh, definitely, it's worth checking out. Um, those two chuckleheads were um, ki- well, they were undead in the deceased series, right? And uh, that was fun to watch those guys <laughs> be be undead because I kind of hate them both. Not that I wouldn't enjoy this comic, but <laughs> uh, both Booster Gold and uh, and Blue Beetle are kind of they're dorks, and it was yeah. nice to see. Oh them yeah, dead. definitely, yeah, definitely. Uh, very nice. That sounds like a good time. And also, and Brian did talk about Pokemon Day. Did you did you do much with that? Yes, uh, my youngest is a huge Pokemon fi- fan. And when we found out it was Pokemon Go Day, we spent several hours on Saturday driving around, going to different Poke stops, so he could get all of his shinies and his legendaries and all those cool. kinds of things. And then on Sunday we went out again, but this time we were able to get the oldest child who is learning to drive. You know, he's in he's got his restricted license, his learner's permit. Yeah. And so we had him drive uh, all around. And I saw that there was a storm coming in, and I was like, oh, this will be good, because he hasn't driven in the rain really that good much practice. yet. Yeah. And so, you know, we're like 10 minutes from home, and it's like severe thunderstorm warning approaching. This is a dangerous storm. And I'm like, well, 
I think I think he needs to have some experience driving in heavy rain. Mm. Oh my God, this was a torrential downpour. <laughs> that you literally, really at one point, I was like, I think you probably ought to just pull over for a moment to see if this rain lets up. See wow. if it passed, and yeah. it wouldn't. This was the kind that with the the streets, even the high streets, were flooded to the point where he was driving down the middle of the street with the with the emergency lights on, oh, uh, flashing so that we could we could get home. But he was like. After we got home, I was like, so how, how, what did you think of that? And he's like, well, I'm really scared when it was happening, but I'm glad I knew how to, now I know how to do it yeah. in the future. No, so, it's a good yeah. experience to have. I wish yeah. I had more of that when I was younger because I wasn't ready for it when I was, you know. We get, we get, you know, pretty gnarly snow here in the winters. And um, I remember my first, like, snow-packed road time driving when I was 16 mm-hmm. or something. That was a horrifying experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, really yeah. Bad. Driving in snow. <laughs> I'll never forget this time. On my way home from school in my shitty Maverick, my Ford Maverick or whatever the hell it was called, that car was yeah. pigeon-toed. You could see the radial metal coming out of my tires. It was so bad. <laughs> and I'm riding this in the summer. I paid 200 bucks for that car. It was a piece of crap. But I was going down this hill, and it was snowy, and I thought I could do it, but I couldn't. So I hit the brakes and slid just, just like a slide straight down toward this where this guy lives, ran over his cable box, <laughs> and was able to see myself run over his cable box while through the window, seeing him on the couch watching TV, I got to see the TV go. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, it was great. amazing. And then I got the F out of there. Uh, <laughs> hit and run, man. Um, anyway, uh, well, there you go, guys. Oh, yeah. um, you guys were talking uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. 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 There is. I don't know how good of a movie it is, but there's a movie you guys might want to check out, maybe even uh, for Film Sack. Okay. Stars everyone's favorite Nicolas Cage. It's called Willie's Wonderland. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. It is this. basically a ripoff of Five Nights at Freddy's. But uh, you guys uh, with Nicolas Cage and his highs That's and lows right. in, in acting yes. you might want to go check out Willie's Wonderland. Just came out, I want to say like a couple of months ago. Yeah. I guess it came back at, out in February. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. this so, year. Uh, uh-huh. It might be film sackable. Yeah, look at this. This is that movie with no one else we know in it. Just right. Nicolas right. Cage. He's the only person with a name we recognize. <laughs> I'm in, man. Like, why not? Look at this thing. Getting a 5.5 on uh, on IMDb. Uh, That's the perfect rating for a terrible movie. I'm in. Yep. I'm in. Yep. And Nicolas Cage. I mean, he's he's kind of a he's kind of a uh, an automatic in for film sack. Yeah. Yeah. We're, he's we're got that willing. new uh, what what pig pig movie? Somebody stole my yes. pig. Yeah. Somebody that everybody's my raving pig. about how good his acting is in that. So. <laughs> really. He does this thing where he'll flip. He'll just do something shitty. And then the next week you're like, oh, did you hear he's amazing in this new thing thing? And like, maybe, maybe it's not that he, maybe it's yeah. <laughs> maybe it's not that he's a bad actor. Maybe it's he's just offered some really bad parts. I yeah. think he just takes everything. Oh yeah. You know, almost everything he's offered. And uh you know what? Good for him. I think that's a that's certainly a way to do it. Wait, is he he's officially Joe Exotic and then Joe Exotic. No, no, that he, movie's he been put no. on hold. Yeah, yeah that movie's been put on hold he, anyway. He's not going to do it because okay. he doesn't feel like that, that character is relevant anymore. <laughs> I would agree with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, here it is. A truffle hunter who lives alone in the Oregonian wilderness will return to his past in Portland in search of his beloved foraging pig after she's kidnapped. It's currently getting like killer reviews. All right, I'll see pig. Let's do pig. Let's watch pig. Pig, pig. I think we need to watch this. I think we need to watch Willy's Wonderland. Oh, there he's beating the tar out of a uh, a giant stork animatronic. Good. Someone has to kill those things. May as well yeah. be Nick Cage. Yeah. Why not? Uh, well, excellent. 
this has been really good today. And Stephen, it's good to have you back. We'll be uh, back here next week with more from Stephen Schleicher. Anything going on on the network you want people to know about? Uh, just, you know, we've got a bunch of shows. We've got an RPG critical hit. We've got our top five. This uh, last week we did top five mystery movies. So if you're looking for some mystery movies to go check out, you can go listen to that one. And of course, we got the Major Spoilers podcast. This week we're talking about the unwritten uh, and a bunch of other things. So come check that out over at Majorspoilers.com. That sounds like a great idea. Uh, what about my water intake? you have any advice there? I think you <laughs> should also try to stay hydrated. Oh, fantastic. Okay. But not with pool water. No. No, don't stay hydrated with pool water. Especially not the salty stuff. Ew. Yeah, you just hope that's salt. Speaking of salt, uh, we got a little bit of a mashup here. This is um, Jamie put this together. It's a Monday, full-blown Monday morning mashup, you guys, called Ringo's Ring. Don't remember the context, but we'll find out either. again when we listen to it now. No. Get in there. Get the rim job they give you. It's good. Get in there. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel it creeping up my bum. I'm not going to be like sucking on this thing every day or anything weird like that. Maybe there's some other way I could do CBD, like inject it in my bum or something, or something that would mm-hmm. make it work. I love that you can see Colin Firth's nipples through his white shirt on his statue. Mm, that's pretty hot. Yes. I may need a shower after this. Wet and juicy, and they make noise when you eat them because otherwise they're in your lap. Oh, yeah. It's a great big penis. Look at that thing. Oh, yeah. Trouble. more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Open that cooler. All right, get that sprite out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Open the sprite. Oh, yeah. tap the side. Yeah, you get those donuts out you snuck in. You're not supposed to take in there. <laughs> Professor Andrea Solanoli. Solanoli. Solania. Is that right? Yeah, it's a, you totally got it. Absolutely. Okay. Let's go with Smooch. I don't remember the name. Smoochie? Poochie? Do you remember the name? Is it not Smoochie? Poochie? Scoochie. Scoochie. <laughs> remember. Snoochie boochies. I'm calling my dog Scoochie. Poochies he's got the, you know, he's got the, he's got the butt worms. It's like Moochie or Poochie or Scoochie or Bluchie. It's one of those Oochies. <laughs> Hello, my name is Herr Peanut Bottom. Welcome to my basement. They also shouldn't use the catchphrase, baby, you can drive my dog. Baby, yeah, you can probably, drive yeah. my dog. Uh, Octopus's Garden. I can't, I can't come up with anything for Octopus's Garden that would work for a penis ring. I'm stuck. I'm, I'm completely flummoxed yeah, by that one. Yellow Submarine got nothing. I've got nothing for Yellow Submarine that would go with penis ring. Did he ever sing or write any song that wasn't kind of a... Buy with a little help from my friends? Okay, I got that, nothing. That, that one's all right. Yeah, yeah, none of these fit. They just don't fit. Just what can't... would you do if I put on a ring? Would it add to the excitement and fun? <laughs> I get by with a little help from this ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had our fun with Ringo, didn't we? Yes, we did. I forgot about that, that he was suing the uh, the penis ring manufacturer. Yeah, for the Ringo. Yeah. Or the Ringo. Ringo. Ring yeah. yeah, that was it. All right, that brings us to a satisfying conclusion here on the show. If you would like to support the show, patreon.com slash TMS. Everything else, including that, and details for everything, you can find at frogpants.com slash TMS. And we'll be back tomorrow with another show. All week we got shows. So, you know, barreling through the end of uh, July with all hands on deck here. Uh, I think that's everything. I touched. Okay. I just mentioned boop. Everything. Yeah, we're, we're good. You got anything going on today you want people to know about? Like a... 
Uh, no, this is a uh, this is a work day, like a freelance work day. Um, yeah. I did get on the bike though, finally, the first time since MS150. Oh, nice! And uh, how'd that yeah, go? I've gotten a little a little out of out of shape, a little out of practice, so I need to. <laughs> Doesn't take much, right? A couple weeks later, and you're like, oh shoot! Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh man, all right, got to build up that resistance and stamina and all that stuff again sure uh oh i would i would uh point people's squinties to fred and can today there was a new fred and can posted last night uh fred got a weird haircut and coloring done and can's got concerns so if you want to follow that new storyline you can find it at fredandcan.com and um yeah fred might be crazy let me just put it that way he might be crazy okay so good luck to him and his can all right, we're gonna take a we're gonna take our leave. We need to go, uh, but a song must be played, and Brian is the one yes. to play it. Uh, I am gonna play it. This one goes out to Sean. So earlier we heard from David, who shared a birthday with you. Guess what? So does Sean. What? Says, since the start of TMS, I've considered requesting a song on my birthday, but I share that birthday with somebody very important in our community. This person has done so much with it for everyone listening to this. So, if you will. Please all join me in dedicating this song. Happy birthday, David Hasselhoff. Yay, with uh, a burger on the floor. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Burger. This is uh, the Holophonics. This is what Sean wanted to hear. Holophonics, great ska band. They've been cranking out ska albums almost annually. This is from Volume 11, which came out in 2017. Here's their cover of Toto's Africa. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll see you soon. Longing 
show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com your boss does not like us much eh he thinks he's better than us eh eh <laughs>